Is that right there, Tom? That is correct. We're we're not official news, but we're the best news. You are the best news. It's your boys Gator and Tony back. We uh we we know we do the uh paranormal podcast Gator and Tony versus Evil. We also do the news podcast Hell Let Loose now. Uh, we did kind of mention this this podcast coming up uh, a little bit there earlier there. Uh, we feel like uh, we got we got some good uh, good takes coming up here for the news, and there's lots of lots of stuff we can cover that uh, kind of fits the case here. So we decided to expand the Gator and Tony versus Evil universe. Now we have the Gator and Tony versus Evil network now, <laughs> which includes the Hell Let Loose news podcast. So we'll be doing the news podcast once a week. We'll be doing Gator and Tony versus Evil twice a week, right? Now. Or well, once, once I'm every sorry. other week. Once every other week. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty a couple beers deep right now, so I'm pretty tipsy at the moment. <laughs> uh, we've had to take a bit of a hiatus here the past couple weeks, uh, mainly because both Tony and I have had uh, a lot of uh, real world responsibilities kick in. So we really haven't had the extra time to. We are responsible idiots. And responsible idiots. We are functioning alcoholics. That's what they call us. Functioning alcoholics. I prefer drunk because I don't attend meetings. I mean, there is that too. (laughs) Well, all right, Tony. Um. Are you ready to delve into the world of the weird with some of the some of the craziest news stories? I guess let's uh, let's bring the people what they want to know about. Apparently, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stream so you can see what I'm seeing here. All right, so you can kind of get a get a taste mm. of what I see here. You like this right here. So <clears throat> the first news story I have is quote can't sleep at night. Help me find a wife. UP cops get weird requests from two-foot-tall man in video. Azim has been looking for a life partner for over five years now. He is the youngest among five siblings and also runs a cosmetic shop with his brother. So he's a co-business owner, all right? I like ladies. Going somewhere. Ladies, he, he's, he's a, uh, an entrepreneur. He right. has potential. He has potential. He did drop out of school in class five because of all the taunts and insults he had to face. So you're looking at an entrepreneur who has had to struggle with uh, uh, lots of insults. And let's see here. So let's scroll down a little bit here. Uh, so this is the guy. <laughs> and Tony's already laughing. I can't help it. He looks like Tony. He looks like if like if like Mad TV came back and made like a parody of the nine eleven like plane hijackers, and they were all midgets. <laughs> yeah, like that's what you fucking look. Look at the little sneakers he's got on. He's got a baby sneaker. <laughs> Straight oh. out of a Baghdad preschool. Wow. Wow. Okay. We're going to keep. 
<clears throat> New Delhi in Uttar Pradesh, the, the Shamli police received a startling and weird complaint from a two-feet-tall man who has sought their help in finding a life partner. Now, Tony, um, I mean, obviously every man's had their dry spells, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever felt the need to call the cops about your dry spell? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, have you ever felt the need to involve the involve the police in your drive spell, or did you just fucking go? You know what? You know, Pornhub's a thing, and I can just rub one out and be done with it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. This is a crime. This man's singleness is a crime. Holy shit! The next, the next little excerpt. Twenty-six-year-old Azim Mansuri. Azim. So his name is Azim Azim. <laughs> Azim Azim. Why does that sound like Azim a medical Azim. company? Like a pharmaceutical Azim company? Azim Azim. Yeah. Az uh <laughs> or like a lawyer <laughs> or like a lawyer's building where like were you injured in a car accident? Call Azim Azim and we will fight for you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I can uh, just I picture it, you know. I used to suffer from low blood sugar until I got on Azim Azim. <laughs> 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 Hold on! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Look at look at Disha Patani. Says internet on fire with her latest beach look. All right, I'm gonna open that shit up in a separate tab. Let's take a look at that. Maybe look, maybe a Zima Zim has a chance here. Yeah. he's in the new. He's an entrepreneur. Maybe he could hook up with a fucking supermodel here. Like you don't know. You all right. The weirder things have happened. The weirder things have happened. So he's 26. His name's Azim Mansuri Azim, and he has been searching for a bride for the last five years, but has got dejection only because of his short height. So I, is true that's the only thing? For the only really? Well, here's the thing: is a lot of you, you you see a lot of like women on Facebook and shit now. They're like they're like when his height starts with a five foot sub thing. It's like their face is like ew. It's like yeah, but what about when his height starts with a two? Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't have these problems. I'm over six foot. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, me too. But I, here's the question: Does a Two foot tall Muslim leprechauns still have the pot of gold, or did he have to donate it? <laughs> right, that's that's a what pot I'm curious of about. Something else. That's a pot. <laughs> oh my God! Azim got fed up with repeated rejections and marriage proposals, and finally approached the police. For help as a form of public service. <laughs> Holy shit. So I'm he's sorry, just going around like. what the cops are there for. He's just waddling around town like, will you, will you marry me? Oh, no. Well, what about you? Will you marry me? Ew, no. How about you? Would you like me pot of gold in exchange for your hand in marriage? No. Well, fuck you, then. I'm going to the police. 
no, no, no you gotta forget in countries like that it probably is illegal to to uh reject a man oh my god i mean but is it a man though like does that count as a man no i don't know well, he's got he's uh, got a beard he does have a beard but how progressive is the Middle East? Like, does the beard make the man? Because, look, you know how it is over here. Like, you could have a fucking dude with a beard, and he's like, oh, my, my name is Stacy. <laughs> and you're like, well, he's, his name is Stacy. <laughs> oh, let's yeah. keep going here with this shit. Reportedly, Azim has been looking for a life partner for over five years now. He is the youngest among five siblings and also runs a cosmetic shop with his brother. He dropped out of school in class five because of all the taunts and insults he had to face. When he turned 21, his parents started looking for a bride for him. However, his height was a major turnoff for the other party, and they they used to reject him. That doesn't make sense. They used? how, oh, the sentence goes, however, comma, his height was a major turnoff for the other party, and they used to reject him. That's what I'm like. Are they saying that they used to reject him? Like they they don't now, or I I don't know. Or did they? I I don't know. Azim said, "Quote: I can't sleep at night. I've been trying for so long now." Should I not have anyone to share my life with? As he got tired of rejections, he sought of he thought of soliciting help from police and reached the Shamli police station. According to Shamli Kotwali, SHO Shakpal Shing, he came to the police station on Wednesday to request them to find a bride. The SHO said, we don't know what to do, but we will see what can be done. <laughs> Are you ready to hear from the man himself? I'm ready to hear from the man himself. Oh my god, let's 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 delve into this shit. <laughs> oh my god! He's joking, sounds... He sounds exactly like the stereotype. That is horrible. Okay, hold on, let's keep going, let's keep going. Be nice if they had captions. Why would not? Why would any woman turn down this dalian? This I don't know, man. That that's that's one hundred percent stud right there. That is a fucking Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. stud right there. That is a Muslim. Italian right there. I can't say Italian Stallion because he's not Italian, obviously. <laughs> that is but, that is two feet thirty five pounds of pure sex appeal. That is yes. Look, sixty percent of the time it works every time. All right. Listen, <laughs> listen, ladies, ladies, if you are out there and you are looking for the man of your dreams, just listen to this voice. Hello, 
Is it just me, or does it look like he only has half of his top teeth? Tony, I don't know about you, but I'm wet right now. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like he sounds like one of the fucking Ewoks from Star Wars. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me pull up a video, a, a, a clip of the Ewoks from Star Wars. <laughs> I like how it's supposed to be a news podcast. We're just making fun of a midget. Look, look. This is the Ewok noise from Star Wars, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is okay. That's maybe the they Ewoks. hired him to be the voice actor for the Ewoks. Oh no, that was Warwick Davis, who is another midget. <laughs> but that was the noise of the Ewoks from Star Wars. This is the noise of the man who's been spent the past five years trying to find a bride. <laughs> These similarities are uncanny. I swear to God, he sounds like a fucking Ewok. He's like a Muslim Ewok. I swear to God. Muslim Tony, tell me, tell me I'm wrong here. Tell me I'm wrong, you please. You are not wrong. Thank you. <laughs> this is great. He sounds like a fucking Ewok. It's like a Muslim Ewok. Can you imagine if the if Star Wars, the way the the way Return of the Jedi ended, was that the Muslim suicide bomb or that the Ewoks suicide bomb Empire? <laughs> oh, demonetize on Spotify! I dare you! <laughs> Holy shit! Watch. Hold on, we. We had Nazi jokes in the first episode of Tony oh, vs. Yeah. Gator immediately got put on the Spotify. Watch this happen again. You watch this happen again. Azim told media persons that he has been exploring means and working overtime to find a life partner. In this regard, he also approached former UP Chief Minister Akhlish Yadav to help him get married. Eight months ago, he sought help from Kairana Subdivisional Magistrate and later wrote to UPCM Yogi Aditanyanyanya. Okay, so, Tony. <laughs> we're going to play a game here, alright? Ready? Alright. Yeah. We're going to play Muslim or Ewok. Alright. Alright, I'm about to pull up an Ewok here. Hold on. Ewok. We don't have a Noise. Alright, I got Ewok noises going here right now, alright. So you tell me right now, Tony. Alright. If this is a Muslim or an Ewok. Alright, I'm gonna play the first I'm gonna play the first clip first, and I'm gonna play the second clip second. Alright. And you tell me which is, and you tell me which is which. <laughs> okay. 
Alright. Alright. Well, that's about play about a good um ten seconds of that. So I'm gonna play a good ten seconds of this. So Tony, <sighs> which one's the Muslim and which one's the Ewok? Oh, uh, you know, man. Uh, you know, the first one was the first one was definitely just the Ewok having a good conversation. Hmm. Shit, you're, you're on point with that one. <laughs> Wow. Well, that was the first news story I had. Uh, Tony, did you have anything after that? Yeah, I've got a. Guess. I'll save that one for later. So, uh, mm -hmm. an assisted living home in Israel creates a 17.7 foot tower of matzah and chocolate spread. Which, do, you, do you have a uh, can you live stream that shit? I want to see that shit. Uh, yes, I can. I can't. Uh, yeah. I can't promise how good the quality will be because of you know internet mm -hmm. and whatnot. You're good. I can see it. I can see it. All right. All so, right. Residents. Oh, okay. I see it. Yeah. So residents of an assisting assisted living uh, facility in Israel broke Guinness World Record by assembling a 17.7 foot tower of matzah bread and chocolate spread. <laughs> I don't even know what matzah bread is. I'm pretty sure I've eaten it before, but I don't know exactly what, like, I could not tell you exactly what it is off the top Assuming of my head. Assuming by the look of it, it's just like it a type like of cracker. Salting cracker. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, it looks like a salting cracker. You know what that looks like? MRE uh, crackers. Yeah. That's what that looks that like. That looks like the shit, like, you're, when you're sick, when you're fucking 12 and you're homesick from school and your mom makes you, like, the fucking chicken noodle soup with the crackers and she brings you, like, the burnt-ass crackers, that's what that shit looks yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> the Israeli Palace <laughs> Assisted Living Facility and uh, Modi... Modian, 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 Modian. Anyway, this looks more than Lord You got like a video plan there. Do I? Yeah, there's like a video plan. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't see anything. Um. <laughs> Two hundred meg internet. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, said uh, said two hundred residents participated in the project, and took turns adding sheets of matzah to the tower, and covering them in holy Jesus, hot hot shakar, yeah, hot shakar, ha uh, holy, uh, chocolate spread. Uh, the record attempt uh was timed. To coincide with the Jewish holiday Passover, which begins Sunday evening, the finished tower, or the finished tower, uh, which featured 950 sheets of matzah 
weighed 22 mm-hmm. pounds and stood 17.7 feet, enough to set a new Guinness World Record. Now, I wonder... Did, yeah, they set a new one. Okay, so... Uh, the Matza Tower was examined by, by a Guinness educator... Uh, before being turned into chocolate balls to be distributed. This is some bored old people, man. What? <laughs> yeah, that's that's just like, man, that's some bored old people. Like, if I was old and got bored, I'd do the same thing. I'd stack chocolate, or I'd stack crackers and chocolate until I couldn't anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is that right? That was a short one, wow. Oh. Website offers a thousand dollars to binge watch all twenty four James Bond films. Uh I could do that easily. Yeah. I could do that shit really that'd be the easiest fucking grand I've ever earned. So you uh so obviously we heard about the little midget. Alright. Are you ready to see uh Isha Patani sets the internet on fire in her latest beach look. I am definitely ready for that. Disha Patani recently shared her beach picture on Instagram in which she is looking absolutely stunning in the picture set social media on fire. God damn! I've seen better. Uh, it's getting better. Scrolling through all that, we're scrolling through all the all the pictures she's posted online right now here. So, oh, that was it. That was the entire news article. Oh, okay. It wasn't a bad news article, but I've definitely seen better. Oh, that was that was one of the best news articles I've seen in a long time. Oh, here we go. Okay, so Tony, you remember our? Uh, here's the thing, right? Tony. You remember our uh, the episode we did of Tony and Gator vs. Evil where we discussed weird news articles and I went over the uh, Kazakhstanian bodybuilder that married his sex doll? I do indeed. Yeah, I bet you do. Well, apparently they got divorced. Oh, how sad. Yeah. It's a sad, sad time. Kazakhstan bodybuilder divorces sex doll he married has a new partner now. Okay. Is this one at least human? We're about to find out. We're about to dive into this shit right now here. Kazakhstan-based bodybuilder Yuri Talachko has often been in the news with the new with new updates about his sex dolls. His sex dolls. Okay, so he's apparently he's been he's married to one, but he's been, you know, side side fucking some other ones there. So he has some side pictures there, all right? And yet again, he has created a buzz on social media following his divorce from former lover Margot, the doll he married in November 2020 after dating for eight months. Wow! (laughs) He dated the doll for eight months, married it in November 2020. We're in, what, March now? Yeah, when was this article posted? March, yeah, March 16th. Yeah, so apparently that, that marriage didn't last that long, that fucking long. Uh, that's a shame. Well, yeah, Seems 20, like yeah, he, he's married from November 2020 to March, 
or to March 2021, so or March 16th, 2021. Uh. Previously, Talachko had made netizens aware of several goings, uh, several ongoing issues between him and Margot that he wanted to try other objects and kept exploring, while Margot was being repaired. <laughs> that, that says some weird things about him. Mm-hmm. When you have to constantly send your sex doll out to be repaired, usually means you're like stabbing them or ripping their heads off or shit, but alright. The Kazakh muscle man explored other objects and even, quote, cheated on his wife. With a strange silver object. Did he shove a dildo up his ass? Is that what Holy shit. Did he sit there and like get a fucking vibrator and shove that shit up his ass and then fucking sit there and cry to his sex doll wife that he cheated on her after she was returned to him from being repaired from whatever the fuck he did to her? Holy shit. At what point do you look yourself in the mirror after all this shit? Like, you've married a sex doll, you've shoved dildos up your ass, you've cried to your sex doll after getting your sex doll repaired after you stabbed it. You're now crying to your sex doll because apparently you cheated on your sex doll with dildos. At what point do you look yourself in the mirror when you're brushing your teeth and go, fuck, I need to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> I think I would have done that when you consider yourself dating a sex doll. That's when you need to go see some help. I, I don't know. He did it for eight months. And then he married it. Yeah, and just reading ahead, apparently now he has a harem. Here's the thing, though. Like he ha- he lives in Kazakhstan. He's a bodybuilder in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan is like, not a very progressive country. It's not a very progressive country, but Russian women around that area are like hot as fuck. Yeah. Maybe he's like maybe he's got something going on that isn't being disclosed to the public. Like a tiny dick or something. Like maybe. He's like roided up and he's got a tiny dick? I don't know. Okay, it keeps going here. It keeps going. Mm. Now taking to Instagram. Oh, God. Uh, do you not read, at, like, read above that? Oh, hold on. Hold on. The rest of that. Man was contemplating his lifestyle choices and decided to unload Margot and have several wives instead. He told media houses that he wanted to take things further and even tried to meet another sex doll. How? <laughs> How? He How wasn't... did you try to meet another sex Did you fucking take the fucking sex doll, the, the second sex doll out to like Starbucks or something? How does that fucking work? How did you have that? Co- did you literally have that conversation with your first sex doll after it got back from <laughs> sawing its head off because you're a psychopath? Like, how did that date go? I, 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 I find it funnier that he has decided to have, like, like a full harem of sex dolls now. 
I mean, if he's got the money, fine. I wish but I had why that kind of money. Them? So, now taking to Instagram, Talachko has announced the divorce and introduced his new queer wife, Lola. Oh, Lola is yet to decide on her sexual and gender identity and is, is quote, in, is in search. <sighs> this is, this man. <sighs> so, Toshko, are you, are you just taking, like, dildos off your ass? Because, like, if you're doing that, fine. If you're doing that, fine. Just... Just own it, dude. Just own it. Don't, you're... don't be weird about it with marrying sex dolls and stuff. Tony, do you ever watch? Do you ever watch this Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I have not. I want to. I've heard it's good. There's an episode called City Mac versus Country Mac, right? Mm. The whole running joke behind City Mac, the Mac that's in the show the entire time, is that he's obviously gay. Uh huh. But he's in the closet. Right? Yeah. And they they keep trying to tell him, like, dude, we know you're gay. Just ex- just admit it. He's like, no, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But then Country Max shows up, which is like his cousin. And Country Max just, he, he, he's everything City Max not. He's cool. He, he's muscular. And, and then he's gay, but he's openly gay. Hmm. And then the, and then everybody in the group is just like, yeah, that that's fine. We don't we don't give a shit about that. Like we we don't understand why it's weird for Mac to not be okay with it, but you're okay with it. And that was the running joke. That's what this fucker is. This fucker Yuri Talachko is City Mac. Jeez, that's exactly what this fucker mm. is. Oh, is there more to the article? Oh my God, there's more. Taking to the post, he said, as as in Talachko, the bodybuilder, talking about his new queer wife Lola. He said, "Quote: Lola has a woman's head, a chicken's body. Oh boy, the navel has depth." And can be used as a vagina and a penis inserted into it. I'll show you this one day. I identify her as a massive chicken. <laughs> okay. 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 Adding further, he said. Remember my chicken experiment? Oh no, this man didn't. He did. So then I really liked it. And it won such a sick story. I also decided that I would have a harem. I also thought this before. There may be many of us in our family. And it is a thrill. A few months back, he had revealed that he is considering two options. Another sex doll, or experimenting with the big chicken toy. Chicken. I do want to fuck the chicken. 
The man flew to Moscow to meet a sex doll he got acquainted with online, motherfucker. He just went to the to the to the store website and said, yeah, "Yes, I want this one, but I want to pick it up in person." He apparently flirted with the sex doll online. This is and then flew to Moscow to meet with the sex doll. This is like it is more disturbing than anything now. Look, whatever y'all fucking have to say about America, we're not this bad. No. This bad. No. This is real bad. So, the man flew to Moscow to meet a sex doll he got acquainted with online, but the airport authorities didn't let him out of the airport because of quarantine! Mm -hmm. COVID. I bet it, I bet it was because of quarantine, not because he's crazy. Right. If the first option didn't work out, Yuri wanted to experiment with a, quote, big chicken, but not a live one. Did he go to, like, did he go to, like, Kazakh, to, like, the Kazakhstani Walmart and buy a dead chicken and... I don't know. I, I wouldn't put it past him at this point. No, me neither. Yuri said that the sex toy will have have both a vagina and a dick and he can't wait for her as it turns him on. Mm. Yeah, this is real bad. Apparently he wants a fucking hermaphrodite chicken. <laughs> In January, Yuri had shared a video of himself stroking and tearing the flesh off a chicken to obtain sexual pleasure. No, like... By a Huh? He 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 definitely needs like a state appointed psychologist. Yeah, this is this is way off the deep end at this point. By achieving autonomous sensory meridian response, talking about the experience, he said that after the sex with chicken meat, he wanted to have such a toy and take care of it. He has even come up with a name. Lola for the toy and plans to shoot X-rated content with it. Would, Tony, would you would you log on to um, Pornhub and watch uh, Yuri here fuck his uh, his uh, chicken chicken breast? No, def. I think that if I somehow stumbled across this, I would rather play chicken with a freight train. I'm just saying, like, okay, so let's say, like, you had to either uh, get decapitated by a train or watch Yuri have sex with a, uh, a, a, a chicken, like a, like, a, like a stripped chicken. Train, all day long. I'll take the train. <laughs> However... Tilachko also mentioned that he is not yet ready to open up about his divorce from Margot. That's still, that's still a sensitive subject. Mm. Okay. His divorce from his sex doll, Margot, still very sensitive, all right? He doesn't want to talk about it yet. He's okay with talking about fucking dead chickens, okay? But if you ask about the divorce from his sex doll. 
You have crossed a line, sir. <laughs> crossed a line. <sighs> Something else, man. Yuri had married Margot at a ceremony surrounded by loved ones in November 2020. However, merely weeks into their married life, Margot broke before Christmas. So, we're talking about maybe at most six weeks. Most six weeks. At most. He married her in November. They broke, she broke before Christmas. We're talking at the very most six weeks that they were married. And this fucker had ripped that doll in half and had to get her repaired. At which point he wanted a divorce. Uh, so I had to look this man up. And, dude, his Instagram is just as weird as you'd expect. Here. Like, you've got to oh, see you gotta, this. You've got to you see this, gotta, dude. It even... He's he's even got pictures of his new chicken... His new his new chick. <laughs> he's got a new chicken doll. The, the, oh. the one he's talking about. And he, he wasn't me, lying either. It, Show me the chicken doll. It, it does have a chicken's body. Instagram Yuri Talachkov. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. We gotta we gotta see this shit. Wow. Wow. Oh wow. This is bad. Told you. Oh wow. He's got like the, the fucking sausage nipples going there. <laughs> he too. Where's the uh chicken? Uh it's Strong. like first oh. couple pictures. Oh, wow, the, the ballerina one. Oh, yeah, there he is with an actual chicken mm. from the grocery store that he is now caressing sexually. Do you see the picture uh, of him, like, covered in, like, mayonnaise or bacon fat or something? This one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one's disturbing, too. I told you, man. Like, it's just as weird as you would expect. This is uh this is really weird. Oh, here's a picture of him and his wife or his his sex doll wife. His ex-wife. His sex wife. Uh, his ex-wife. Yeah. What the fuck? Oh god. Instagram's like you have to sign up to cable walking. Do you see the picture? Uh, oh, no, no, no. oh fuck. I, I had to fuck close that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, just keep like 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 that shit. Because Instagram's like, like you have to actually have an account to look at this shit. Why? Damn it! Got me. Look at the picture. Damn with it. What the heck does uh, he have in his head? Bottom right. <laughs> Holy shit! What is that? <laughs> it's like some Lady Gaga shit. Mm -hmm. What the? Fuck? Yeah, I don't. Is have that any. him in drag holding a sign? Bottom left. I think it is. I can't read it, but I think it is. This one up here is him. I guess he got punched in the fucking face or something. This guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Telechkov. He, uh. <sighs> Alright, well, uh, did you have another one, Tony? 
I do. This one's not quite as strange, but disturbing for our for for our people. For our people. For our people, the gun people. Yeah. Biden administration seeks seeks warrantless gun confiscation. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, that's gonna end well. And this is from lawofficer.com. This is just the article I picked. There's a bunch of different ones from a bunch of different websites. Uh, Biden supports gun, gun confiscation through warrantless home entry. The decision is currently pending in the Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, if, that, if that doesn't get shot down immediately by the Supreme Court and they don't fucking laugh his ass out of the fucking room you're gonna have every fucking sheriff's department in the country go yeah we ain't uh, doing that. yeah we're not we're not doing that because they know the moment they fucking go and bang on somebody's door and go we have the right to to to, to search your home for firearms and take them from you yeah they're gonna die they're gonna fucking die it's, yeah it's Guaranteed, not it's not going to end it's, well. It's fucking, yeah, it's not going to end well. You're gonna that. That's when you fucking kick off the boogaloo mm-hmm. real quick. Oh yeah, that's. Washington D.C. While states and local agencies are trying to limit police powers. It appears the U.S. Supreme Court will uphold the long-standing rules about law enforcement being able to enter a home without a warrant for reasons of health or public safety, and a recent Supreme Court case has proven to be even more pivotal. Yeah, they don't, they don't have, there's no constitutional right for any law enforcement to enter a home for any reason. Yeah, no, that is breaking so many amendments. Yeah. This particular case was initially heard by the court in Rhode Island where a man, Edward uh, Canigula, Canigula? Caligula, Caligula, Edward Caligula. Uh, (laughs) He's having a war. He's in fucking shooting guns off. Yeah. Dude's a hero. Like that, uh, like that one, that one video of Soviet Wombo went in Rome, bang Caligula. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. Uh, where was it? Where was that? Uh, appealed a lower court ruling throwing out his lawsuit that accused police of violating his constitutional rights. In 2015, police officers brought Caligula. I'm, I'm, you know what? We're calling him Caligula from now on. To a hospital for a mental health evaluation and took his guns without a warrant after an argument with his wife. Huh. Lower courts ruled that police in Cranston, Rhode Island, did not violate the Constitution's Fourth Amendment ban on unreasonable searches and seizures. Uh, that's like because uh, what? because law enforcement officers respond to thousands of well-being checks uh, each week across the country. And if there's a reason to believe someone is inside in need of critical medical care, they can enter the residence. During arguments, several justices seemed wary of impending officers from quickly responding to grave situations in which a person might be injured or killed. They also cited examples of people who were suicidal and elderly people in need of help. Some justices, however, questioned how they would ensure that police would not abuse expanded powers to act without a warrant. Oh, of course they are. 
Oh, hey, this one This one involves the big man himself, Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Who remembers that big mess? Oh, you mean the guy that got drugged through all the fucking shit by the liberals? And he's, he's apparently a rapist? Yeah. And all that shit? Yeah. Didn't they, like... Didn't they pull blackface at some point, too? Uh, no, they didn't pull blackface. They just went with the rapist mm. angle. Mm. They they kind of uh, tried to avoid the blackface angle because here's the thing: is that the the uh, uh, Virginia governor at the time, uh, who is a Democrat, was uh, basically being caught, uh, ex- uh, basically playing blackface while his friend was playing the uh, clan member. Oh, that's who it was. That's who it was, not Kavanaugh. The Anyway, Justice Brett Kavanaugh said the case highlights two common situations, older people falling and suicides, in which imposing heightened requirements on police would cause them to back away instead of acting quickly. The longer you're in the house and no one comes to get you, the more likely you are to die from the fall. The statistics Mm. are huge on older people dying from falls, Kavanaugh told Caligula's attorney. Uh, Justice Sonia Sotomayor, Sotomayor, I don't care, raised doubts about giving police the authority to judge the severity of any situation on their own without, for instance, the advice of mental health experts. President Joe Biden's administration backed the police in the case. And a Justice Department lawyer told the justices that officers should not be required to obtain warrants in situations where people could be seriously harmed. However, this case also highlights how such powers could have unintended consequences. (laughs) This is so stupid. In this case, a domestic argument between him and his wife Kim began over a Walt Disney World coffee mug. (laughs) Perhaps trivial, the argument soon swirled into a disagreement about her extended family, and at one point, Caligula retrieved a gun and asked his wife to shoot him to get me out of my misery. (laughs) You went full Al Bundy with it. He just said, fucking end me now, because I'm tired of dealing with your shit. I remember reading the other article that went in. They said that he went and got his handgun out of the drawer and, like, slid it across the table to his wife and said, just shoot me now to get me out of my misery. Oh, Uh, my God. He's a fucking hero. He is. (laughs) Kim Uh, decided uh, to spend the night at the hotel and called police because she feared her husband could be suicidal after the police were involved. And his guns were confiscated. After which they took him. They convinced him finally to go to the hospital. Right? Like mm-hmm. they they took it took them forever to convince him to go to a hospital. And he finally went after they promised him that they would not confiscate his guns while he was gone. And what do they do? Confiscate him while he's gone. Yeah, of course he did. Ultimately, he sued the city and the police. The first U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld a federal judge's decision to dismiss the case 
and the most pivotal aspect of this case is that the First Circuit concluded that even if the dispute did not constitute an emergency, police were justified under the legal doctrine that gives the officers leeway to engage in community caretaking to ensure public safety. Uh. Worth noting, however, is that he is 70 years old, had no criminal history, and no record of violence or misuse of guns, and police returned his guns to him only after he sued. Mm-hmm. That's the last one I've got there. All right. Well, I'll continue on here. Are you ready to hear about this one? Let's hear it. It comes from the Georgia Sun. It's police. Uh, Georgia man killed his brother after argument over body wash. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to start Georgia man. Probably. Police in Clayton County say an argument over body wash led to the shooting death of a man in Riverdale early Wednesday morning. Clayton County police officers were dispatched to the <laughs> 600 block of Roundtree Road in reference to a stabbing. Upon arrival, officers discovered the 28-year-old victim dead from several gunshot wounds. Clayton County detectives worked throughout the day and night interviewing and investigating all yeah. possible suspects and leads in the state. He was stabbed several times with supersonic knives. Yeah, with like um, well, yeah, with like bullet-sized knives. Uh, according to the Clayton County Police Department, the investigation revealed it was a domestic violence dispute that turned deadly between brothers. The detectives say the argument initially started because the victim accused the suspect, 24-year-old Jalen Jones, of throwing away his body wash. (laughs) Jones was interviewed by Clayton County detectives. During the interview, detectives say Jones admitted that he argued and fought with the victim upstairs. A witness intervened and was able to break up the fight, but they started fighting once again. (laughs) Once separated the final time, the victim went downstairs and police say Jones told detectives he went to his room, retrieved his gun, went downstairs and shot the victim multiple times. Welcome to 2020 and 2021, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, just welcome. Welcome to the shit show. So basically, uh, uh, the guy pulled out, uh, pulled of this. Join now, famous singer-songwriter R. Kelly. Well, I was just standing here, and Tom Cruise locked himself in the closet. Ask myself, why won't Tom Cruise just come out the closet? But nobody has no answers. And so I pull out my gun! <laughs> Tell me why Tom Cruise in the closet, or else I'm gonna shoot someone! <laughs> Tom, it now appears that John Travolta is also in the closet, and he refuses to come out. Here with more details once again is R. Kelly. 
I was just standing here. Tom Cruise locked himself in the closet. Then John Travolta came now. John Travolta in the closet too. Please, Tom Cruise and John Travolta come out of the closet. But then I calm myself down. And I pull out my gun. <laughs> oh, Charles, here we go with the gun again. If Tom Cruise and John Travolta don't come out of the closet, I'm going to cap this bitch. Breaking <laughs> news here in South <laughs> Tom Cruise and John Travolta still will not come out of the closet. Park County Police have decided to try a new method. <laughs> I've been asked to come up here to get you both out of the closet. Man, this is some crazy shit. Why won't you both just come out the closet? And they said, We're not coming out the closet. You can just go away. But everyone wants you out the closet. That doesn't matter because we're gonna stay. Now I'm starting to get angry. So I pull out my gun. I'm gonna give you count to three to open this closet door. One, I'm gonna shoot you both. Two, I'm gonna cap some bitch free. Now I'm in the closet. Now I'm in the closet too. <laughs> That was a so, uh, uh, that was a wonderful breakdown of the situation for our field reporter. Exactly, that's exactly what happened. Exactly, that was live footage of. <laughs> you know, you know the world is fucked when like storylines from South Park start becoming news articles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like at that point, like fuck it, it's it's over. Just just the meteors coming. Just just buckle up and enjoy it. We're here so, for a good uh, time, not a long time. Exactly. Tony. Yeah. Human reproductive problems growing due to pop pollution, scientists say. Huh? Oh, you didn't hear this. If global warming doesn't alarm people enough to stop polluting, maybe this will. This comes from TKUTV. Where this comes from. Uh, All right, whatever. Uh, this, uh, if global warming doesn't come, alarm people enough to stop polluting, maybe this will. It's also causing human penises to shrink. Huh. So that's why that happened. Well, when, when, when you decided to let the polar ice caps melt, and then your, then your penis would just, just disintegrate like three inches. Huh. Been wondering why that happened. This is according to environmental and reproductive epidemiologist, Dr. Shanna Swan. In her new book, she ties widespread industrial chemicals that are in food and pro- or products human used every day to smaller penises, erectile dysfunction, and lower sperm count. Oh, man. I'm screwed. I can't tell you how many times I've been completely covered in oil. Right. Well, here's the thing: is like, how does Doctor Shanna Swan know about this? Unless she's been plowing a lot of uh, dudes that are like getting in industrial chemicals and eating like fast food and shit. (laughs) Reproductive health is not only is is not only not a laughing matter, according to Swan in the book Countdown. It may threaten the ability of humans to reproduce. Movies like Children of Men that features chaos because of the sterile human race isn't as far-fetched as humans might wish. 
The books calls it a global existential crisis. One of the chief causes are chemicals caused in phthalates found in plastics that are all around us. They disrupt how hormones are produced in humans. That can cause many side effects, including a lower IQ, obesity, and reproductive problems, including penis size. And that isn't just for perceptions of being manly. It also causes problems with testosterone production, decreases fertility, and poor sperm counts. So, um... Should I be concerned? I'm a mechanic. I'm constantly covered in chemicals. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing I'm wondering here, Tony. Right? We've been using plastics for what? Oh, wait. Fifty some years. I would say, right, like seventy to fifty years. Yeah. I had no problems. No problems at all. Suddenly, being a limpress little whiny bitch is popular. And now suddenly, we're worried about low sperm counts and decreased fertility and shit. Everything. Well, when 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 men can't even literally look at women on, on on like a subway or something without that being ocular rape or some shit. Yeah, your 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 infant rate is gonna decrease. Your infant rate is gonna vastly decrease when men are scared to approach women and even start the whole. Hey, would you like to? Would you like to maybe like uh, get a cup of coffee? When that with just that simple sentence alone could end in. Yeah, most men are going to be like, you know what? I'm going to go home and just beat my dick off to a fucking Pornhub. Yeah, the the whole dating thing or everything like that has changed horribly mm-hmm. in the past probably, what, 10, 15 years? Badly, badly. It's very awful. Yeah. Oh, God, this next paragraph is even worse. So here's the thing is the the author of this book, Shanna Swan, quote, PhD, says, in short, the book says more babies are now born with small penises. Wait, you mean a human infant isn't just going to have an elephant trunk, like, the size of their leg? Yeah, like, what the fuck do you expect a baby to come out with? Like, you you expect this kid to be helicoptering dick right out of the (laughs) womb? Like, fuck, Shanna, calm down. Like, I mean, obviously you're a pedophile who wants to fuck a a fresh-out-of-the-womb infant, but you need to chill the fuck out. Like, um... This is, it, ex, it examines phthalate syndrome observed to shrink rat genitals. Oh, great. So our dicks are the same as rat dicks. Great. 
I mean, your dick might be the same as a rat dick, but... I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'm just saying, you speak for yourself there. Oh, yeah, I know. The chemical used to make plastics more flexible also harms human development. In 2017, Swan and her temp team of researchers found that sperm counts in Western nations dropped 50% in the last four decades. <clears throat> yeah, it's, what what else has happened in the last four decades? Because um, it hasn't been fucking. What else could have possibly happened in the last four decades? Let's see the rise of the uh, uh, the hippie movement. Second wave, second and third wave feminism that or that 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 arose. Uh, there's a lot of shit that 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 came up in those last four decades that. Uh, Really, it's not really lower sperm counts, more as lower birth rate. Yeah, I mean, look, I had one of my family members came back from Vietnam with problems from Agent uh, Orange and still had more kids than these people are having. Yep. Yep. So, quote, they came to this conclusion after examining 185 studies involving close to four forty-five thousand healthy men publisher <laughs> simon schuster writes quote it turns out our sexual development is changing in broader ways for both men and women and even other species and that the modern world is on pace to become an infertile one the narrative rings true more than five years ago vice.com reported that polar bears Threatened in many ways, we're also having penis problems. Leave it to Vice. Leave it to yeah. Vice to go out there just jerking off polar bears. And, and I was thinking, it's always, it's always, oh well, the, it's always penis problems. It's always, oh, you're having penis problems. Well, here's the problem: when any guy goes, "Hey, hi, my name's such and such. Uh, you want to get some coffee?" and your immediate response is. It's going to cause uh, the human population to fucking de decline. I hate to tell you that shit. Yeah. I, I, I hate even re continuing to read this shit, but we're almost done. The book, fully titled Countdown, How Our Modern World is Threatening Sperm Counts, Altering Male and Female rep Reproductive Development... And in purifying the future of the human race, says that these chemicals are actually part of us from birth. First of all, you need to you need to cut your book title down. Yeah, five words at most. Count down how our world, whatever. Or just say countdown. Just count down. Boom. Done. Countdown. When your book title is Countdown, How Our Modern World is Threatening Sperm Counts, Altering Male and Female Reproductive Development, and Imperializing the Future of the Human Race. It's it's too much. It's just Dude, way too much. That's like twenty five words. 
It is. And you're you're like filling up your fucking entire book title with a bunch of bullshit. Like you wanna have a cover. So the last last paragraph of this is this article. And babies are now entering the world already contaminated with chemicals because of the substances they absorbed in the womb. It states, it also says lifestyle choices such as smoking and not exercising are also making problems worse. Yeah, Dude. we've known that shit since the 80s. I'd say that I'd say that smoking will give me more problems than being around any of these chemicals. Mm-hmm. Well, like you're not a pregnant woman. But yeah, but still, a pregnant woman like like smoking and shit like smoking's not good for anybody. No, it really wouldn't be good for them. So, uh, are you ready to hear about the uh, next one? Yeah, sure. From the looks of it, we're in for a long episode. <laughs> Houghton County, Michigan. You've probably heard of a cat burglar. But a bizarre case reported in Michigan's Upper Peninsula gives a new literal meaning to the oft-used terms. According to Lariam Police Department in Houghton, County, a man awoke just after 4.14 a.m. on Wednesday to find another man pointing a gun at his head and demanding he give him his two cats that lived there. The man, who broke into the home without permission, took one of the cats before leaving, according to the police. Police believe the suspect knew the homeowner prior to the home invasion. He was located by police a short time later, according to a news release. The gun was seized during the arrest, and he was booked at Houghton County Jail on charges of home invasion and felonious assault. Police told WLUC-TV6 that it is unknown if the cat has been located following the suspect's arrest. The incident is still under investigation and suspect and the suspect and victim have not been identified officers were assisted at the scene and in the search by the Kunua County Sheriff's Office Houghton County Sheriff's Department and Hancock City Police Department I'll tell you who it was Jeez. Fucking bubbles. Out there stealing kitties. Let's go for the next one here. Egypt. Okay, so this one I've got like a three-parter on, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Egypt's Suez Canal blocked by huge conditions. I saw this. You're right. So, Tony, if you don't know what the Suez Canal is, it's quite a important trade oh, route yeah. where a lot of oil gets produced through, right? Mm-hmm. So, apparently, uh, this retarded-ass captain 
somehow managed to fuck up the trade route and also, in turn, fuck up the world economy. <laughs> so, a giant container ship, the length of four football pitches, has become wedged across Egypt's Suez Canal, blocking one of the world's busiest trade routes. Dozens of vessels are, stru- are stuck waiting for rescue boats to free the 400-meter-long 1,312-foot 1, 1, ship, which was knocked off course by, quote, strong winds. <clears throat> Egypt has reopened the canal's older channel to divert some traffic until the grounded ship can be moved again. The blockage sent oil prices climbing on it on international markets. About 12% of global trade passes through the Suez Canal, which connects the Mediterranean to the Red Sea and provides the shortest sea link between Asia and Europe. The Ever Given registered in Panama and operated by the shipping company Evergreen was bound for the port city of Rotterdam in the Netherlands from China. And was passing northwards through the canal on its way to the Mediterranean. The 2,000-ton ship, built in 2018... What's that? 200,000. That's it. And operated by Taiwanese transport company Evergreen Marine, ran aground and became lodged sideways across the waterway at about 7.40 local time on Tuesday. At 400 meters long, 59 meters wide, the ship has blocked the path of other vessels which are now trapped in lines in both directions. The company that manages the container ship, Bernhard Schultz Shipment Management, has denied earlier reports that the ship had already been partially refloated. In statement, it is said its immediate priorities are to safely refloat the vessel and for marine traffic and the Suez Canal to resume safely. Experts have warned that this process could take several days. Oof. Oh, yeah. So wait for your oil prices to skyrocket. Are you ready for round two? Let's hit round two. The uh, canal blockage, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Cargo ship drew a penis and butt before getting stuck in the Suez Canal. Hot dog, does this container ship have bad luck? Before getting itself into a pickle by running aground in the Suez Canal, the this unfortunate vessel drew one. Drew one. According to Nautical Tracking Service Vessel Finder, the massive ever-given chart, a root resembling a penis, testicles, and an enormous butt in the Red Sea, before it became stuck, 
causing an in intercontinental traffic jam in the maritime art artery. As for the possibility that the vessel tracking the site somehow conjured the data as a juvenile genital joke, there is no room for some kind of conspiracy or false data, a spokesperson for the site told Vice. Innocent but terrible luck, disinformation researcher Scott John Scott Railton captioned in a tweet of That's as far as he is. Okay, I'm just gonna um, delve into the interviews for the people that actually lived in the house. Did what? Oh, uh... So here's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm on Twitter. Somebody post this shit where it's, uh, oh no, Misfortune's unnerving aim touched Evergreen's trek as it departed the designated anchorage and steamed in a canal. And it shows the whole them drawing a dick into a butt. That's great. Uh-huh. So it says, uh, AIS data playback of the Suez Canal in the moment. Things went very, very wrong for the Evergreen. And then rest of the global shipping. Yeah. This says, Rep update, Evergreen, still hard aground. Reports from logistic company GAC say cause of the grounding was a blackout. This is the worst nightmare material when the world when doing a canal transit. Lovely. Mm -hmm. This is a motherfucker that's looking for literally any issue to bitch. So let's see what else I got going on here. All right, so you're ready to find out about the captain of oh, the ship? Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah. You ready to find out about that captain? Oh, the yeah. captain that, that The captain that fucked up the entire global economy and wedged a ship in between the Suez Canal and all that shit. Let's hear about him. Pim, how dare you? Egyptian female sea captain negates commanding stranded cargo ship in Suez Canal. Well, she's pretty. 
<laughs> Ladies, you did it. You fucked up the world economy. Yay. You did it. You're strong, smart, independent. You don't need no man. You can fuck up the world economy on your own. Yay. Egyptian sea captain Marwa El Salehdar negated Wednesday she had been commanding the cargo ship MV Ever Given, causing it to lodge sideways while crossing Suez Canal. El Saladar stated that she works for the Egyptian Authority of Marine Safety, commanding lighthouses, tender eight of four. The sea captain told Yuma 7 that the page captured a screenshot of an interview she did a while ago and photoshopped the headline, making the disinformation seem like recent news. Siladar described that the, uh, the act as an organized campaign against her for that three fake accounts having her name, which were created on Twitter, harnessing 20,000 followers in a few days. The fake post is circulating on social media along with the caption that derogates Arab women's ability to work as, as as sea captains. It just keeps going. <laughs> All right, we'll keep reading. Let's list that out. So, uh, you ready to hear about the next news story? Oh, Jesus. Cheeto that resembles Arnold Schwarzenegger is on sale for $10,000. Oh, wow. That actually does, does <laughs> kind of. I'd buy that. <laughs> for ten grand, yeah. A Cheeto that looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger is on sale for $10,000. And eBayer has recently put a strange-looking Cheeto up for sale. The demand demanding a whopping $10,000 on its scale because the snack resembles the Terminator star Arnold Schwarzenegger. The online listing refers to the snack as a quote coveted oh, collector's item, also billing it as very new. The item description reads. Flaming hot lemon Cheetos, one of a kind, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Olympus pose. Single Cheeto bag not included, not to be eaten, stored as a collectible item. <laughs> Quality Cheeto is listed for $10,000. The seller has included an option for customers to make their best bids. The Cheeto is located in Las Vegas, not not Nevada. Uh, the people you like are with the these three. So there's that. So, uh, Tony, hmm. you uh, want to hear about what Tucker Carlson hears about uh, the Biden-Harris administration? Oh, I always want to hear what Tucker Carlson has to say. 
through a Tucker Carlson has to say. So the White House has directed agencies to refer to the Biden administration as the Biden-Harris administration. When was the last time the president demanded that his vice president get half the credit? Let's see, never, not once in American history. In fact, the opposite is always true. So it raises pretty deep questions like who's running the government? Who's really in charge? At times, it does seem like a third Barack Obama term. Just a few months ago, Obama hinted at what this might look like. People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man, or front woman and, and they had an earpiece in and I was just in my basement in my sweats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Wow. I, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, kind of like a marionette. Somebody doesn't really know mm -hmm. what's going on and then he could kind of control everything through that unknowing person. Just spitballing here, just a, just a daydream fantasy. Victor Davis Hansen is a fellow at the Hoover Institution. We're happy to have him on tonight. Professor, thanks so much for coming on. Have you, I mean, you follow this stuff, you're a historian. Has any American president ever voluntarily decided to share half the credit? No is the answer. Why is this one doing it? I don't know, but you can always count on Barack Obama to be his uh, most candid and worst critic of himself. But you know, this is yeah. fought with irony and karma because we got to remember that this same media that's created this cocoon around the Biden candidacy, the transition, the presidency, introduced the whole idea to us that you could invoke the 25th Amendment and remove Donald Trump. That was nine days after his inauguration. We were told he was non compos mentes. Remember Bandy, Dr. Bandy Lee from Yale was going to say he was a sociopath, and yeah. Vaude Rosenstein and Andrew McCabe were going to wear wire to catch him as incompetent and then get rid of him through the 25th Amendment. And he even took the Montreal Cognitive Assessment Test and aced it to show the world that he wasn't. Now, that same media is now doing just the opposite. They're shielding us from knowledge. And we had it a little bit, a glimpse during the transition that there were cognitive issues with Joe Biden. But such as it is now, about half the country, Tucker, poll that they don't have confidence in uh, Joe Biden's cognitive abilities, which begs the question, who is running the country? And is it Jill Biden playing the role of Edith Wilson in 1919 when Woodrow Wilson for the last, basically the last 19 months of his administration was stroke ridden and inert? Is she the conduit that funnels out information? Is it, as you said, is it Kamala Harris and her team? They have this psychological tick of referring to herself as President Harris or the Harris Biden. And that is shared by, you know, Joe Biden himself. Or is it senior statesman, uh, Barack Obama, who can't resist any current event to weigh in and who has stalked this administration with a lot of his former employees. I don't have that answer, but it's getting a little scary because we just had a debacle in Anchorage where the Chinese ate our lunch in a diplomatic tit for tat. And then in their way of thinking, if a president, the most important secretary is the secretary of defense. We're going to cut that off there. All right, I got one fun, last fun, thing. Fun. One last thing, all right? Alrighty. You ready to see what's happening in Miami? Oh, boy. Spring break. Spring break. World Star! Oh, I'm out here! 
going on in Miami Beach right now. I'm out here, bro. What's up? Leave it to Florida. Yeah, so, well, look, these are people that aren't even Florida residents. And they're coming down here to Miami Beach for spring break to party. So, for yeah. those listening, there is just a bunch of fighting going on in Miami. Oh, that that that's why I said World Star. Look at this shit. Look at them all go at each other. There's like five of them there just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's just kneeling down there. Spring break, Liddy. Damn. Was a good time? What's that? That's a good time. What's that? Looks like a good time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, at this point, yeah. At this point, no. No. No, not this part. Oh, apparently, this has been going all over the place in uh, Miami Beach. And here's the thing is Miami Beach is actually a very small portion of Miami. This is a lot about this shit. <laughs> well, fucking club dudes coming out. Alright. Beautiful. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Uh, mm. so after... All the world star shit. The uh, governor decided to issue a 8 p.m. curfew. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> my friends. Some of you guys were watching a video that I finished and I did. Mm. Uh, that looks cool as shit, though. I'll be honest with you. I would probably party in this area. Look at this shit. Oh, yeah, for like sure. The neon, the neon lights and everything. I'm sure. Ocean Drive 2021. Guys, my name is Alfred Montaner, and we are on 10th Street and Ocean Drive Spring Break Weekend. That looks like a fun-ass weekend. Uh, yeah, it does. It's, uh, it's very, very busy, guys. It's a Monday night, and uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of a perspective of what's going on over here. In front of the Clevelander, we are going to walk... I am filming on a phone. It's going to be a little shaky, but I will... So the Clevelander has, is actually a very famous uh, restaurant in Miami Beach and has uh, recently closed down because a lot of these partygoers 
have uh, decided to skip out on major tabs. Hmm. Yeah. Which has caused the restaurant a fucking ton of money. Yeah, I hate people like that, man. I got multiple videos like this, and uh, I don't know. Let's see what happens over here on Ocean Drive in Miami Beach. Still have some uh, restaurants and hookah bars open. So, if you come to South Beach, guys, this is uh, one of the most uh, iconic places down in South Beach that you can take a picture on. Giant clock. The sign, and uh, obviously, this is what's going on right now in 2021, March 2021, guys. It's uh, definitely packed, to say the least. So, we're going to try to squeeze through here. I do have a mask on. Looks like uh, looks like spring break 2021 was uh, getting wild. Yep, I'm just waiting for the cops to show up. Let's let's skip it forward a little bit here. Oh, they got some twerking. Drunk twerking. Speaker there, they got some. If you guys are following me on Google Maps, it's closed right now. cold drinks you got a place called cantina here still open still serving drinks where i'm gonna call for lauderdale showing pandemic going on oh fuck all right hold on. we're almost done Thumbnail, it's an easy... where's the fucking cops there's a one there's a fucking video of the oh here we go here's this shit week and Miami has the highest positivity rate of any large metro area so in a moment we're going to hear from the mayor of Miami Beach where clash with party goers but first look at that shit there with the bit straight out of Seattle good morning Robin we're running straight out of purge is the heart of South Beach's entertainment district exactly straight out of Seattle we were here last night watching police do their best trying to disperse these large crowds Thousands of people who left here and then went into side streets and more residential areas. The city is just desperate to get a handle on the situation. It was another chaotic night on Miami Beach. The city of Miami Beach is currently under a state of emergency. The city extending a state of emergency Sunday after throngs of mostly maskless crowds descended into the entertainment district over the weekend. Dancing on cars, drinking in the streets, defying an 8 p.m curfew issued Saturday. You are commanded to immediately and peacefully first. And protesting against it. Police sweeping in, shooting pepper balls into the crowd. <laughs> the stampede of partygoers fleeing Ocean Drive, some even trampled. City officials holding an emergency meeting Sunday, extending the 8 p.m. curfew in the entertainment district until mid-April. 
We're past 8 o'clock here on Ocean Drive on Miami Beach, which means we are past curfew. There are still thousands of people out, but police are doing their best to clear out these crowds. City leaders say this is not your typical spring break crowd, but rather travelers from all over the world who are flocking to Florida to let loose in a state that is open and warm. These are individuals coming into the city to engage in lawlessness and an anything-goes party attitude. Authorities say more than a 1,000 people have been arrested since the beginning of spring break, and 51% of them are not Florida residents. What's the problem? Susan Whitebrook is born and raised on Miami Beach and says she's never seen anything like this. How does this spring break stack up to spring breaks in the past? It's wilder. In the continued fight against COVID, medical experts warn scenes like this are a potential recipe for disaster for disease transmission. ABC News learning last week Miami had the highest test positivity rate of large metro areas in the U.S. I'm worried that right now, especially with this very contagious U.K. variant spreading. The U.K. variant. Are you worried about the U.K. variant? <sighs> I don't care at this point. Just, like, just kill me. <laughs> the U.K. variant is coming. That's going to make you fucking cut your dick off and then start smoking uh, tea you find in the harbor. Uh, just... Why don't we bring on the the Kazakhstani variant and the Australian variant and the South African variant and uh. All right, well that's uh that's what I had. That's the news. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the news. Well that that's most of what I could squeeze into this episode. So we named it this for a reason. What you got? What you got to let them know, Tony? Hmm. I was like, what you got to let them know? Uh, I'm not even sure now. I think my brain is fried. Doing this once a week, right? This one once a week, and the paranormal uh, every other week, right? Yes. Alright, then I guess come back next week for more of the world's worst. Because apparently that's what we're serving up these years. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can get some more updates on uh, Mr. Kazakhstani sex doll, man. Yeah, that's why my massage therapist calls me. To what? That's what my massage therapist calls me. Ah. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, check back next week for another episode of the political or well, the news podcast, Hell Let Loose. <laughs>